Welcome to another episode of Global Market Insights, brought to you by XM.com, where we provide meaningful and informative content about the events that affect market trends and shape global markets. Thanks for joining us at XM.com. It's going to be a data-packed week, and one could say that inflation is going to be the main theme. I'm Christina Marufos, and joining me today to look at the week ahead is our lead investment analyst, Raph Boyajian. Raffi, let's start with China. The reopening momentum has been losing steam for some time now. Now, could that potentially be reflected in the quarter two GDP report, which is coming out on Monday? And could that potentially pressure policymakers into providing more stimulus? Well, Christina, as you said there in your introduction, we are seeing declining momentum in China's economic recovery. So there's going to be clearly a lot of focus on the GDP data on Monday. But we should be uh, careful uh, how we look at the data because, uh, in fact, the headline figure is expected to come in uh, rather strongly at 7.3% year on year. Uh, but uh, this would uh, actually be uh, kind of misleading because the reason why we're going to get such strong growth is because uh, the, in the second quarter of 2022, the Chinese economy uh, contracted. Uh, because, of course, uh, last year China was still uh, carrying out, uh, was still you know, shutting down sectors of the economy or parts of the country. Uh, so that's why the, the year-on-year comparison is going to be flattered uh, because of the lockdowns this time last year. Um, and so we should be really uh, focusing more on the quarter-on-quarter rate. So that's expected to come in at 0.5%, uh, which is um, somewhat below the average uh, for China, uh, because if we continue to get 0.5% growth, then that would give us an annual figure of around 2%, and that's well below uh, the target uh, for the Chinese government of uh, GDP growth for 2023, uh, which is around 5%. Uh, and in addition, we're going to be getting the monthly uh, prints on industrial production and retail sales, and most of these are expected uh, to, uh, to have slowed again uh, in June. Uh, so overall, uh, the data is probably not going to be that encouraging. The question is, though, should we get a softer than expected number? Uh, would that uh, prompt the Japanese government to do more to help the economy? Uh, and the answer is probably not. What we've been getting so far is um, targeted measures, uh, which are mainly supportive rather than um, you know, providing direct stimulus. So a large-scale stimulus based on what we've been hearing from officials for a number of months now it doesn't appear to be on the cards uh, but the markets might nevertheless shrug off the data uh, because um, you know at the moment uh, we still have a bit of a euphoria on the back of that softer than expected US uh, inflation data um, and so unless we were to get a very a bad number then markets might not make too much of it um, but in the image the numbers are bad, then I think the, um, we could see uh, risk appetite kind of suffering on the back of that. And uh, we could see currencies such as the Australian dollar uh, come under pressure. I see. Let's cross into the United States now. The dollar has been having a hard time the past few sessions. And the upcoming week holds a few data releases with the focus being mainly on the retail sales report. Could the data provide the dollar some reprieve this week? Well, that is possible, Christina, because um, the dollar has fallen rather steeply. Um, and uh, the data coming up, uh, we've got retail sales uh, as well as some housing numbers. 
uh, and retail sales are expected to come in at 0.5% month on month. So that's a very healthy number. Uh, so US consumers uh, do st appear to be spending still despite uh, the cost of living crisis and higher interest rates. Uh, housing uh, for the housing sector, um, we, we are seeing some tentative signs of a recovery there. So should we get a further indication of that? Uh, for the month of June, then that would also potentially uh, help the US dollar to steady a bit in the uh, in forex markets and maybe even recoup uh, some of its losses. But of course, uh, it's unlikely to alter those expectations that, you know, uh, in the past week we saw markets repricing rate cuts for 2024 uh, and uh, probably going to be difficult. Uh, it's probably going to take quite a lot uh, to uh, completely um, you know, shift those expectations around again. Now let's turn to the inflation front. We'll get the latest CPI report out of the United Kingdom on Wednesday. Last month's report for cold water on expectations that inflation is indeed cooling. Therefore, could we see the same pattern emerging this week as well? Well, that is indeed uh, possible again, but most likely uh, this time around the UK uh, CPI numbers will probably point to uh, a resumption of the decline uh, in UK CPI. Uh, last month they held steady at 8.7%. We could see that number falling to 8.5% or uh, lower, maybe something even closer to 8%. Uh, and given that the pound has rallied uh, so hard against the US dollar, it is at risk of a bit of a correction. Uh, so um, you, we definitely cannot rule out uh, you know, a corrective move in sterling should the UK inflation numbers uh, come in a, a bit softer than expected. But in the bigger picture, UK inflation remains well, uh, way too high. Uh, the, it's well above the 2% target for the Bank of England. Uh, and the Bank of England, you know, whatever we get uh, next week, the Bank of England will still have to raise interest rates uh, well after other central banks have stopped. Uh, so I think uh, any sell off in the pound would probably be a short leap. And Rafi, before I let you go, what else do we have on the week's calendar investors should keep an eye on? Well, Christina, the inflation data uh, is clearly going to dominate uh, the economic agenda next week because we, also we're going to get CPI numbers in Japan, New Zealand uh, and Canada to mention a few. Uh, I think the most important one out of this will probably be Japan because there is growing speculation that the Bank of Japan might tweak its yield curve control policy as early as its July uh, meeting uh, because although inflation in Japan does appear to have peaked at least for the time being, um, you know, it does seem to be hovering um, uncomfortably above the Bank of Japan's 2% target and uh, the core core measure. So this isn't the core CPI that uh, uh, is targeted by Bank of Japan. The core core measures which strip out all volatile items, they're continuing to rise. They're still uh, rising. And so uh, and of course, uh, we are seeing uh, higher wage growth as well. So that might uh, be enough for the Bank of Japan to at the very least make a bit of a tweak in its policy. Uh, so should we get um, you know, maybe slightly, slightly hotter numbers as, uh, next week, then we could see the yen extend uh, its incredible gains even further. Rafi, thanks so much. This was the week ahead here at XM.com. Thank you for listening to another episode of Global Market Insights brought to you by XM.com. For more in-depth technical and fundamental analysis, be sure to visit www.xm.com forward slash research.